0: Conveniently, the school in Athens had ripped off Notre Dame's offense, already possessing North Carolina's stadium design and Yale's mascot, marching band uniforms from the British, a fight song from the Union Army, hedges from literally everywhere, and later on, a logo source from a bunch of Wisconsinite packers. It makes sense their schemes weren't any more original than putting both peanut butter and jelly on a sandwich.
1: Welcome back to the Signs of the Southland podcast presented by From the Rumble Seat. Uh, My name is Akshay Shwaran and joining me as always from the, uh, what are we, second floor of the Scheller College of Business is Jake Grant, Ethan Kreger, and Cade Lawson. How is everyone doing on this fine Monday night?
0: Pretty good, bud. How about you?
1: Meh. Could be better, honestly.
2: Excellent. (laughs) I
1: sent some faux enthusiasm there.
2: Hey, man. It's a great day to be alive. Yeah. What a, a time day. to be alive! It's a
0: great day to be a yellow jacket.
1: Let's yes. go. This indeed is the beginning of hate week. Uh, but before we get into the game versus that school out east, we're going to start our newest segment, the fastest five minutes on the flats. Mr. Grant.
0: Mr. Ishwar. Someone start the
1: timer. All right, all right you got right. five minutes, and we're going to nail all of Georgia Tech non-rev sports. Give me the signal Uh, when we're ready to go. And I'm going to play the Blitz in the background. All right, ready, set,
2: go.
0: All right. What
2: the heck? This is weird.
0: All right, anyways, back to the task at hand. Uh, We start off with number 28, Women's Cross Country. Uh, The Jackets finished 28th in the NCAA Championship this weekend in Madison, Wisconsin. Tech's best ever finish was 26 in 2001. This is our first trip to the Big Dance since that watershed year, and they were able to move up two places from their ranking despite extremely suboptimal course conditions for a team from the southeast. Uh, so this is a team that we here at From the Seat didn't know what to expect from starting this season. They defied all of those and then some, knocked off some rankings teams in the process. It was a good weekend for them. Any thoughts from you guys? Who call, Boomer. <laughs>
1: All right, on to volleyball.
0: On to volleyball. Uh, they won. That's all. Whoa. UBA yeah. sucks. UBA More on sucks. that later. Yeah. Swimming. Let's go. Oh man, I can talk about this one for half an hour, but I won't give it to you. All right, men's. Number, I mean, you got four minutes. Number twenty. Georgia Tech men's swimming hosted Georgia Tech Invitational along with the women. Women got eighth. Uh, shout out to uh, their swimmers Emily Ilgenfritz and Iris Wang for their beat cuts in the 500 freestyle. 200 freestyle, 100 freestyle, as well as Cameron Hidalgo on the three meter diving. Uh, B cut means that they are in consideration for an at large bid to the national championship. All right, clarify. Right. That's the simplest way we can do it. Men's swimming is next. Uh, they upset number 12, Alabama, number 16, uh, Virginia Tech. Yes, uh, in their invitational. They swam incredibly. Kyle competed. They still not lost as the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in this calendar year, uh, or, sorry, this academic year. Um, they got, they were just hairs off a uh, automatic qualifier in the 400 medley relay. Uh, they did get the automatic qualifier in the 200 medley relay, uh, along with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 B cuts. Sorry, I was literally counting over. We went several school records, a bunch of first place finishes. It was a great weekend for them. Uh, Pumfudis also got the A cut, the 200 breast. Uh, This means the Jackets will be going to the national championship at the end of the year. And a lot of them are throwing their hats in the ring. This is the best swimming season we've seen in a while. Uh, Their recruiting looks good. Uh, Based on signing day, they signed a Swedish dude named uh, Daniel Cortez. And she is a seven-time national record holder for the Swedes. So it was a good weekend for the Jackets. Um, All right, two minutes. Oh, great. Two minutes left. What have I got? Oh, yeah, women's basketball. The most important non news of the week. We've got women's basketball at McCamish yesterday. Uh, they played the University of Georgia. The university is in air quotes. You can't see that, but it's there. Uh, they won 63-53. to 53. Um, They did a great job of drawing fouls, playing defense in transition. That is a Michelle, uh, a team specialty, a signature from when they went to the tournament. Looks great. Um, first time I've seen them in person yet. Definitely uh, definitely a fan of where they could go this year. 2-2 uh, two and two UGA got 48 votes in this week's poll. And 3-1 oh. Georgia Tech who just beat them. Only got one. Oh. So, the, so the haters are out there. They're going to tell you not to rank Georgia Tech men swimming top ten. They're going to tell you not to rank the women's basketball team. They'll put the they'll put women's tennis at something ridiculous like 16. Those are lies. Rank it's, them, you it's, cowards. It's a good time to be on the flat, but if you're not fired up about it, then you're not a weirdo like me. All right. National day. signing day for non-red. Let's go. National signing day. Uh, you got baseball. one minute. Baseball amazing class. I know that's not technically a non-rev sport, but got to give them a shout-out. Great lefty, number nine catcher, uh, prospect, Looks fantastic. I already mentioned the Swedish guy for swimming. They picked up two distance guys on the process, and uh, one of their uh, women looks like a good signing. Their new assistant coach is hitting the dirt hard. Uh, team morale looks to be up, and uh, I really like where they could go with this, um, especially if they can continue making good hires like this. The rest of non rev looked great. Softball got a couple clutch signings. And then volleyball as well. And I think that's about seconds. it for Georgia Tech. I'm going to take my last 30 to uh, shout out just, uh, I don't know. You guys at the department, good job, Athletics. Uh it's a good season in the fall.
3: Number seven! That was last year, you idiot. Women's basketball
1: game. Seven. Women's basketball. Seven. All, All right. right. That's a lot of Jake
0: talking. We're gonna throw it back to everyone, and my time's expiring right now. Go Jackets! All right. How well done was that?
1: Fastest five minutes on the flats.
0: It's a good weekend for the Jackets, guys.
1: It's a very good weekend,
0: and uh, that rolled into uh, a Friday night basketball win over East Carolina. All four of us were there. Uh, any thoughts on that? They Uh, suck. East Carolina's
1: really bad. Started out slow again. (laughs) Yeah. Jackets started out slow again, and it almost killed them this time. Hurt him against
0: Tennessee. They never really woke up against Tennessee, though.
1: I think that's also partially because I I feel like Tennessee was playing at least decent defense. If not, it it was was pretty effective. We also just couldn't hit anything. You
0: mentioned that Tennessee was missing a starter.
2: Yeah, Tennessee was missing one of their starting guards. Jordan Bowden was out on Tuesday night, and that really hurt them. But – I feel like just in general that Tennessee team surprisingly has a long way to go considering they bring back most of their production from last year. You figured they'd be a team that was ready to go right from the opening whistle this season, but they certainly do not look top 5 at the moment and probably borderline top 25 team at the moment. Still good to see Georgia Tech compete with them, but it's it's not as good of a loss as their ranking might suggest. It
1: wasn't a lot. Yeah, it wasn't a, a lost game. It, like it wasn't it wasn't like we, I think we all went into the game thinking that we'd get blown the hell out, but yeah, it was it was a very winnable game until yeah, I
2: really did not like our offensive like execution.
1: we were all. still we were still within ten, and I think you said it earlier when we were preparing for this. Tech was always within like nine points. If they knock down a couple of those uh, three pointers, and we're not shooting what a, like twenty eight point three from the field, yeah, and have more personal fouls than field goal percentage. Yeah, it's a different game.
2: Yeah, I think guys have got to play better defense without fouling, too. And going into the East Carolina game, we started real slow on offense, and that's something that's going to have to get corrected fast because with a trip to Northwestern coming up and a neutral site game with St. John's not far away, you start slow in one of those places. You get buried, you get down 20 to 4 real quick that way, and that's something you can't really come back from.
0: You saw what happened to our shooting, though, once, uh, once it caught fire against East Carolina. It didn't stop. Yeah. They re- they really woke up they and laid it. It on until, they poured it on, on the pirates. Until our subs started getting cute with the uh, rotations in there at the end by Pastor and the staff. But uh but uh, I think I from right when right I right called there. that three pointer by DeVoe, from, from right around there until at least twelve minutes left in the second half, they looked
1: Haywood was hitting good. shots, um, Alvarado was doing away. very he well. Four threes. Um yeah. I, you're, the guys that you'd peg as your shooting crew uh, on the Jackets were starting getting high at the right time in that game, and it was a good show.
3: I appreciate how you didn't say uh, when he hit the three. You said when you called the three. <laughs> so, so that's a nice, like, humble brag there. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. You did suck at
2: picking the halftime uh, dunking Oh, kid. oh yeah. you did that
3: again? Um, yeah. We
2: didn't put money on it this time. This time, our, two, our resident degenerates placed a. <laughs> oh no, no no no! You
1: did this last time too. Don't don't think you're don't think you're outside of this. All three of you bet on children in the in like the little jacket dunking contest at halftime. My kid
3: sucked. He didn't even jump. He didn't even jump.
1: Mind you, these are like three years three years old and time. younger kids. They are kids. not three
3: years old. They are at least like. Five or four or five. No,
1: there's no way one K- of the
3: Kate picked the tall guy. No, that's I not picked even the fair. shortest That time. one was ten. T- I- he was kid. ten.
2: I picked the little kid. That, kid, little was, tall that kid was that
1: kid was at most two years old. All
2: right, he let's talk try. about real basketball. All right, fine. What do we um, got next this week? Uh, I
0: I still really like uh, how we're scrapping for the fifty fifty ball. I think Passner does too. I think we're getting getting in lanes, playing some lockdown defense. Um, I, I don't know. That's that's something that like. You can fall back on that when your shooting may not be as hot or cold. You can't you can't really learn good defense in the moment, but even when your offensive side goes and comes. I don't it, it know. It is honestly, The saying like,
2: goes in college basketball. Offense brings the fans. Defense travels. And when they start having tough road games here in non-con and in ACC, you win with your defense. You don't win by knocking down threes in places like uh, Cameron Indoor, Castle Coliseum.
1: And – the defense showed up in that Tennessee game. I mean, obviously neither team was shooting particularly well, but it was it was really interesting to see the passer mix it up between man and zone, and sometimes his his zone kind of weirdly just shifted into a man. A it was like all these shifts, in, like the sort of strategy unfolding in the game was really fun to see.
0: Too much fouling, but part of that's on the refs, but I mean, they are playing an aggressive brand of defense, so yeah. that's not nothing. It's the same thing as football.
1: That's forcing a, turnovers. That's a good
0: transition. But before we transition, I want to give a shout out to the sixth man of the, of the week of the, of the year, year of the game of the week of whatever. You know what I mean. Better um, name.
1: Better name could be had. But. Well
0: with it, it's inspired by the Monday morning backup punter, you know, uh Kenny Trill, Heisman of the Week. You know. Uh, but anyways, uh, Sixth Man was uh probably to uh gosh, I had one on the tip of my tongue. I said the basket last time, right? Yes. So I can't say the basket again. Uh, we're gonna go. Six man goes to uh, the uh, the guy with the camera who like holds all the cords, but makes sure they get off the court before it comes mm-hmm. out because uh, they almost started the play with the camera cord on the floor. So uh, good job, Great. cord guy. Good, good job, job, cord guy. Good job. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for. Uh,
1: all right. Dunk football
0: bets. Football. Let's do it. Football.
1: All right. Uh, the Cavaliers of Virginia that uh, suck at basketball now. Um, yeah, they oh, also gosh. suck at football. Uh, they lost to a 16th seed. They suck at
2: basketball. They're going to be damn good this year, but we'll
3: go on. I wish we had the opportunity to lose to a yeah. 16 seed. Oof.
2: <laughs> I wish we had the team they have this year. They got but anyway,
1: that's not football, and we're talking about football. So, Tech wins 30-27 to 27 in overtime in uh, another, another brand of Georgia Tech heart, uh, heartburn and uh, heart attacks.
0: Usually we lose games like that, though. beginning of this year, we lose that game. Oh How yeah, lose that Tech
1: is now on a, what, six wins, six, six no wins in wins. its last seven, four game winning streak overall, um, I think they've won every game in the month of November, every game in the month of November, the only game they dropped in October was to Duke, that
0: was a tough one,
1: that was entirely winnable as well,
0: but yeah. uh, we can, we can dissect what's already passed, uh, some other time, I think that, uh. If we want to start with shoutouts, we got to talk about Wesley Wells. Wesley
1: Wells. Oh my god. Walk on freshman kicker. This guy, I don't think he's missed a kick yet this season, no. has he?
0: Nope. All his extra points, all his field goals that've all been made.
1: So, let me uh if I remember correctly, he hit from 28, 28, 40 and 40 and the last two 48, kicks 48. Or 48 and 48. So the last no, two, no. 40 and 48. 40 and 48. Wow, I need to read the box score better. Um, but the one from 48 was to tie the game at the. Jesus, just
0: just just tell him, just tell him, yeah, just tell him.
2: So Wells hit from 28 and from 28 again early in the game when the offense was struggling in the red zone, and those were much needed points at a time when we needed to stay in contact with the UVA offense, which was looking good earlier in the game, and then with about a minute minute ten to go. Uh, fourth and seven from the left hash. Wells drilled it from forty-eight with a good four or five yards to spare. I think the kick yep. would have been good from 52, 53 They and, said on the broadcast. Yeah. yeah. And then in overtime, once again from the left hash, Wells was good from forty, kissed it in off the far upright. It was close. It was close, and it honestly <laughs> it was nervy. Yeah, it only would have been good from forty or two or forty-three yards that time, but it got through the uprights, and that's all it matters. I
1: want to, I want to really point out that kick. From 48, that he hit off the left hash. When he lined up for that kick and this, uh, and they snapped the ball, place went dead silent. Guides I don't know I've ever heard it. Yeah, th- I have never heard that stadium literally dead silent, other than you know when there's not a game going on. But yeah, go. it was. That is a
0: good <laughs> observation from uh, your. Uh, I'm uniform a uniform writer, boy.
1: Um, I mean, but. Go for it.
3: Not even the UVA fans said anything at that point. I yeah, don't know. I think they forgot to because the, on the next kick, in the overtime kick, you're talking about the not-overtime
1: the kick. I'm right? talking about the kick that tied it. The kick uh, that yeah, went into yeah. far upright. So yeah,
3: they were silent. they were the one of the ones that put us up by three no. before we yeah. allowed them to. Okay, yeah. The not-overtime kick, they were scores. quiet. The overtime kick, a few of them remembered to cheer it's I think the wine it was, and
0: cheese crowd they were too busy uh, worrying about the, uh, the on but it
1: place. wasn't even it wasn't even the fans that were cheering for that one it was, it was the UVA sideline that was cheering for that one, oh. the, the one I think we team. heard that
0: more because it was directed straight at us whereas the other one was pointed towards the far end of the and stadium and also
1: and also that everyone in our I think everyone in our uh, end zone was dead silent oh too. yeah yeah let especially after that, let the man work. One, let the man work, and two, especially after that weird half-blocked field goal from UVA to tie the game and send it into overtime. Yeah, we were just like, "Guys, uh, it's going to be another special teams-based um, mishap for Georgia Tech."
0: I mean, props to them for getting a hand on the ball too. I was uh, standing uh, at the corner of the of 118, and you could uh, there was a couple staffers and photographers standing below, and. Uh, one of them ran over to like see the angle, and they they got a, a decent they hand on that. Like like he came back and he's like, yeah, like there's there's not much you can do about it other than hey man, he he made the play. He got to the he got to the ball. That's he got to
1: the ball, and I'm I'm sure like eight nine times out of ten that ball does not go in the uprights, but it just so happened to do so. Yeah, was so I think Malik Rivera got in on it. That yeah, man I has
0: been a uh, a needed. Presence on this team, especially That's losing safety. AJ Gray. Um, so
2: did he get it from behind or from the side? I think he got it from the side, didn't he? It looked like he I went. Think he came sh- off the left. Uh, yeah, the
0: he left went off. He
1: came off the left, and I yeah. I,
0: I just don't know if it's
2: Rivera because I don't have it. I, I have thought it, in front of it was one of the big boys who came to the middle, but
1: No, it, it definitely. I feel like he came from the side. I mean, we were we were we were all pretty far over on the left side, so it it wasn't a good angle.
0: I, honestly, on the UVA kick, I couldn't tell if it. Went wider through the uprights or our kick? Like I didn't know it went off. The I board. wasn't. I didn't know it went off. The I post. couldn't even. Yeah,
1: I didn't know it went in. There was also a
0: seven foot tall whistle in front of me, so that that hurts it. But uh, but yeah, no, it it was a good game. A shout out, Wanye uh, and Ben original hype train. But uh, Wanye ran a the safety kick back
1: to uh back a back to the
0: house. That was excellent. Also
1: the also Presley Harvin the third pitting UVA at the one and forcing that safety.
2: Yeah. And nailing a guy on their punt return team. Special teams and defense
0: won this game for
1: Georgia Yep. Agree. The offense at times
3: looks. I'll
2: go special teams. Yeah. I don't know
3: if I'll give you defense. Defense looks better and better every game. Well, I mean, they they look pretty good this game, but they still need to work on the inside linebackers. I thought they were going to be a strength of the team, and they haven't been so far, like at all.
1: I mean, uh, UVA quarterback Perkins was able to run QB draw like in in every, every other play, the yeah.
3: There's a lot of
0: dink and dunk. It passing. wasn't
2: even QB draw. It was just like a pretty simple naked bootleg. They weren't that even too. attempting to pass. It was just a straight up naked bootleg to run, and the backside was wide open.
1: Yeah, there were there were a couple times where it was just the the like issues tackling, but it's not to the point where where we were talking about earlier in the season where it was straight up arm tackling and guys were missing left and right. But yeah, I will say. Especially out on the edge um, with those hitch routes, if I'm getting my terminology right. Yeah. Towards the end of the game, Tech was getting burned real that bad. Like, I'd call a comeback, route. comeback route, hitch route, same. Well, you know what I mean. It's yep. Five-yard five yard routes, Virginia, like you said, Jake, was digging and dunking up and down the field.
3: Yep, most yeah. of those you're talking about were to... Uh his oh, face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's All-name All team. He had 11 catches for 111 yards, which is a lot of catches for 111 yards. So that was not great. Long of 18. Yeah, that's not.
1: And then there was the other guy, Joe Reed, that had a long of 56. So
0: uh, was not that on uh, that the was backup a, quarterback drive, too? That was a really we missed bad
3: that tackle. Team. That would have been a fourth down. It might have been, was it Trace Williams? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. want to say
1: someone. There was one play where was, someone got burned It was one of the corners. so bad. It would have been fourth and
0: long on that play, too, because mm-hmm. he, he almost got him pretty close to the backfield. I, I didn't get a good angle on where exactly it was.
1: But but, uh, but I do have to say um, credit to UVA's starting quarterback. I think it's Bryce, Bryce Perkins. Juco guy. Um, Juco guy. He w- took what looked like a pretty nasty hit on that safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we – because that was in our end zone. We thought he had torn something in his knee. He needed Did help
0: getting off. He yeah. needed
1: help getting off. But he came right back on the field after a couple after a couple drives. I, I don't know if it was adrenaline. I don't know if it was painkillers. But you know, props to him for being a warrior and sticking it out for his team. And, I mean, he almost won the game for him. I Like yeah. to call that the uh Daniel Jones mentality, but uh, I also don't like doing Daniel Jones so, is just dumb. That no, this was just this was Warrior. Daniel Jones is just dumb. You can't come back from a collarbone with like in like two weeks. Broken anyways, collarbone.
0: Uh he he did a good job uh, and he did a very good job. And we have one more year of playing against him, so that'll be interesting next mm. year up in uh Charlottesville. Um but yeah, they can rest on their laurels. Stephanie he can have four, all the Georgia wine tag. and cheese that he wants. <laughs> From one and three to seven and four. Any, any thoughts on that, boys? I know after USF, we uh walked out of that stadium we, pretty dejected. Yeah, uh, and we angry. had a lot
1: of angry, angry thoughts. I feel I feel a
0: lot, lot, lot different than uh than I did that afternoon. I think this this season's really started around been a roller coaster ride, that's for sure. Okay, maybe, you look like you I got mean, maybe
3: on. playing in for the for the ACC championship if they beat it. Yep, yep, yep. that's it's all, one game. Like that's all you had to do. But. <sighs>
1: But also, I, I think one the season has turned around. But number two, I also think it's a function of the coastal being kind of garbage. You
0: need you need to have some sort of this adversity, though. I think I think lo- some maybe losing Pitt or a USF kind of factors into the growing process. This is this is a, a team that didn't go to a bowl game last year. That has a new coordinator. They're really just they they needed to come into their own, and that's. It it didn't happen early, night, and I think but, it is a younger team. But they team. did learn from that. It is a
1: younger team uh, than than previous years. Obviously, we replaced the entire secondary. Um, a couple of those uh, inside linebackers are freshmen, or at least redshirt freshmen. I think second
0: team all back. A- Demetra said this today in a tweet: uh, second team all ACC uh, B back got injured week two, and we were we were able to find capable Jerry Howard, Jerry Howard
3: and Jerry Howard and Jordan
1: Jordan
0: Mason. There's been drop
3: off, but. They're
1: still good players. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think it's it's been a it's been a good season. Um, as the lone senior, uh, graduating senior on this podcast, having seen two seasons with bowl games now and two seasons without, I mean, it's not as good as sixteen. And sixteen itself was a surprise, but I'll I'll take it for they my can last season. They could still win, nine. They they can one still one win one. nine. So. I'm, I'm gunning for that. And speaking of that eighth win. Guess who's next on the schedule?
0: Is that brought to us by the uh, University of Georgia's uh, Symphonic Winds? Yep. Nice. Classy.
3: Redcoat marching band you
1: know? that they stole from England.
0: I was I was gonna go for the uh, go for their you know like actual school UGA music, thoughts and that out there. But uh,
3: UGA people they tend to have a thing for losing sides of big wars in American history. Uh, the Union Army did not lose the,
0: the yeah, Civil the, War, buddy. But that's why they got the, their stupid fight song from.
1: Okay. All right. Before we make before we start writing checks, we might not be able to cash. Um, Controversy? Controversy?
3: I wasn't writing any checks. <laughs> I was calling Georgia people something mean. Oh,
0: did they did they pick the uh, Australians in the Great Emu War or something? Let's <laughs> go.
3: No, but you know that most of them picked.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're as, not we going there.
0: In, we could get into a philosophical in, discussion and mention there. that, there <laughs> that that our philosophy teacher literally had a whole unit about the uh, agrarian roots of the University of Georgia yep, and yep. basically called them uh, uh, a role. antebellum Southern aristocracy. But uh, his words, not mine, which I was amazed that a tech professor was able to pull off. But uh, he's a th- philosophy,
1: he's a philosophy and CS professor. That's I fair. he he took a very non, he t- he took something that's a very heated like rivalry culture shift and actually put like something that you you understand very intuitively but yeah. he put actual words and concepts to it but now we're getting into the thick of like philosophy and like school and i come here not to think about school so uh the opening line on this game was 17 points to the bad guys that um, seems
0: like too much
2: really the bad guys
1: it seems like not
0: on <laughs> um, the
2: side of it seeming a little high too
0: I mean, I mean, it might wind up being more than that, but that seems that seems like an aggressive spread for two offenses that have that chart thing. Uh, you yeah, yeah. A chart the to it, read, it, yeah, and so I didn't it, read it, and I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so there was a chart on the plot was very. So the
1: chart similar. there was a chart on uh, our college football on Reddit today where someone plotted out how. Uh, Uh, The school in Athens and Georgia Tech offenses are performed this season. Both offenses are uh, averaging about 10.9 possessions per game, um, and also run the ball a hell of a lot, us obviously, but also uh, for them uh, on the backs of two, both of their running backs, I don't even care what their names are, and also their game manager at quarterback who sucks. So
2: It's
1: true. It's true. I mean – there is a lot rivalry game makes things weird, and we've seen that time and time again. I think in the last couple of times this game has been played in that uh, steaming cesspool up in Athens. But
3: I mean, I guess you were talking about Swift and um, Holyfield were the two running backs yeah. you were talking about. They're really, really, really good running backs. <laughs> yeah, um, I uh, keep finding them. they I just really 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 lost to. I, I think they grow them up there. I think they got a little farm. They grow them. Up there. It's not really. It's kind of stupid because they're just. Really Really, really good. but um,
0: It's a minor turf crash. Jake is a Prom is,
3: he's not the super scary guy, but he's also the exact kind of guy that continues to beat Georgia Tech and has beaten Georgia Tech like three times this year because Barnett was that kind of guy. Well, not as much that kind of guy. Dan Jones is
1: that
0: kind like, of guy. Yeah,
3: yeah
1: he was, he was Daniel Jones. Defense, yeah, Daniel Jones but, is that kind of guy. It, we,
3: future future wait, huh? Kenny Pickett. Oh, I forgot about him.
1: Kenny Pickett. Well, I think Pitt's offense... After that game has definitely evolved into where Kenny Pickett has taken that kind of role. I don't know if I would say if he was in that role in the pit in the pit game versus us. I don't know. I didn't watch that game,
3: but from I don't know, he'll, but he'll from yes, they'll find a way to struggle against him because quarterbacks who rely on short passes will always be successful against this year's defense. Um, and that's all Georgia does.
1: That's fair. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, Do we want to do predictions? Are we not feeling this one? Rivalry game prediction. I'm not a fan of doing them myself.
0: No, I'm just going to inject gold into my veins and uh, scream at the top of my lungs with my ears closed. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, I like that idea.
1: Sounds good. Rivalry game voodoo is is a thing. Let's hope for a win for the good guys.
0: So that uh, brings us to our last topic, right? Yeah,
1: picks. 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 All right. So my game last week got canceled, Stanford versus Cal, because uh, of the wildfires out in Northern California. If you are in that area, if you are in that area, please uh, stay safe. Those fires are, I mean, obviously, their fires are fires. They're very dangerous. I don't know what what is. What Quiet, more there computer is. boy. Thank I don't know what more there is to say about that. But please stay safe. Um, fires evacuate.
3: Low thirteen percent oxygen content.
1: And I I hope y'all get some some rain soon. Fire
3: is hot. Because
1: y'all need it. But uh, moving on, Jake. Uh, Please,
0: please don't ask me about the Corn Bowl. It didn't go so well for the team I picked to cover. Um,
3: Stop picking bad teams from bad states.
0: I love the Fighting Illini. Uh, Hey, at least the Cubs
1: are not the Cubs. The Bears are doing well.
0: Bears are doing well. Lovey's old team, but uh, yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. The team that made more corn beat the team that made more pumpkins. So uh, I was wrong, but uh, it fits their color schemes. So uh, good for them. Uh, all right, how about you, Ethan?
2: Oh, uh, Last week, I took uh, Ole Miss to cover a spread against Vanderbilt, plus two and a half. They did not, unfortunately. Vanderbilt got a close one. So. All right. Womp womp. Uh, I
3: picked Central Florida to cover seven and a half against whoever they played, Cincinnati.
2: And uh, they did very much. Good for them. What yeah, was the
1: final score of that game? Like, they won by, like...
2: To 13 I think, was the final. They
0: and did. That makes Kate our only winner, so good job.
1: And uh, I think that makes UCF a top-ten team in the no, CFP. No trigger. No. Shush.
0: Akshay, who are you picking this week?
1: Who am I picking this week? Who?
0: Before, before, you, before you pick your king, uh, just know that the wind will be out of the south on both Thursday and Friday, so the weather will be warmer than expected at Ryan Field. I, dying, I regret...
1: So. I was dying to know. I regret picking a game that's being played near Chicago, but I had to do it.
0: There's light rain.
1: Illinois versus number 22 Big Ten West champions, Northwestern. He spread on this game as Northwestern uh, by 18. Uh, Give me all of that. I the Chicago's big
2: 10 team, eh? I would love to go
3: to that game if only there was more than one airline that flew out of Chicago <laughs> if only someone could tell me are there more airlines than just one that fly out of Chicago
0: there are more than one it's a perk what? of living in a city no with way. multiple hub airlines no. so so when I go when I go home tomorrow there's flights on five different airlines leaving within an hour of when mine does which is why I'm trying to speed this along so I gotta gotta go to hartsfield um, but uh it's time for sleep um, you don't know those airlines you know those airlines, but we're not going to talk about <laughs> we're that. We're not an airline podcast. podcast. Okay. Uh,
1: Jake has his own thing for that, airlinereporter.com. Uh, yes, Go read Jake's I owe articles. Them many
0: articles that I spend not enough time writing because I write so much for, from the Rumble seat. So you're Aww. welcome, boss. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
1: All right, Jake, what, jo- what game are you betting on this weekend while you're at Ooh. Thanksgiving?
0: It's the joke at Doke number two, Electric Boogaloo, uh, Florida, Florida State. I didn't even bother to look up what the line is. Give me Florida and all the money, because Florida State sucks.
1: That ball streak is ending. It should have ended last year, but that's ending this year. Yeah. Can't uh, voodoo uh, backdoor nonsense your way out of that one. Womp womp.
2: All
0: right,
1: Ethan.
2: All right, this week we'll go over to the the Palmetto State, the lesser of the two Carolinas, to check out Clemson and South Carolina, two schools who... Both claim the other is more rednecky than they are, but honestly they're both rednecky enough that so doesn't really matter. The
1: North Carolina boy says,
2: "Hey, uh, yeah. He's a <laughs> wake forest man, a polished young gentleman." Well, North
1: Carolina in terms of the state. Continue.
2: I'll take I'll take the Tigers and all 26 and a half points that they're favored by. South, South Carolina. Carolina's not very good.
1: They look they looked good very early on and then Georgia just broke them. Yeah. Yeah, about right.
0: Wow, not another good. team that was conveniently ranked in time for
1: Georgia to play them. They Those haven't played steps. anybody. They should not be number six when we lost to LSU. Play. Should I have lost a lot of other teams. All right, Kane, right, right. take us home.
3: All right, from the Palmetto State, we move over to the, I think, Liberties in Virginia. State. Yes, yes. yes they the are. Virginia the, State. The, the, the Thomas Jefferson and Tim Kane State. That's what we you know Virginia has these days. Um, and their, their arch-rival. And their arch- arch-rival, uh, New Mexico State. For
1: the second U- time L-O this season. Independence.
3: For the second. Double independence off. Um, I'm very invested in this game emotionally, having picked it by pointing my finger at my phone screen. <laughs> um, I, I don't know who's favored. I think Liberty's favored by nine, actually, is what I remember. So I'm going to choose New Mexico State uh, to win outright.
1: Mexico State plus nine. I think they all beat
2: the them earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Think, rumor has it that they're playing all twelve times next year. <laughs> 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 oh, cool. scheduling scheduling is That's weird. That's how you get to one hundred and twelve matchups all times. I would actually watch. All, games. All, <laughs> would actually watch
1: the all right, I mean it's uh, scheduling is weird when you're an independent. Sometimes things just work out like this.
2: Why schedule a team near you when you can fly all the way across the country to play a team twice? You can twice. play Amazon HQ too. 2.5. Yeah,
1: one of them Two in uh, in Northern Virginia, Virginia, and the other in uh, Long Island City, New York. Oh boy! Also, Long Island City is a stupid name. I'm sorry, not sorry. Atlanta
3: was robbed. We have a streetcar.
0: Chicago <laughs> was robbed. We don't
1: have a streetcar though.
3: <laughs> oh, so you weren't robbed? No, yeah, we you weren't, weren't robbed.
1: <laughs> we
0: have an Elon Musk hypothetical underground bullet tunnel. I mean, though. Jeff Bezos
3: was probably robbed when he was in Chicago. <laughs> oh. Dude, I
0: might get robbed tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I'm a real. There's a very real problem here. But
1: not in Midtown, Midtown. Atlanta.
0: Midtown. Not in beautiful, Midtown. breezy Midtown Atlanta. Uh, in the shadow of the Biltmore, uh, Tech finally fixed all the letters on there. It's a beautiful night. It was a great weekend on the flat, boys. It's a very good
1: weekend. Program's trending in a positive direction. And uh, any other final thoughts? We'll hear more about it soon, right? Probably.
0: Tech owns the Biltmore?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. When? That's been a thing for like a year and a half. I
0: didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Judgmental Akshay statement. God. Question. <laughs> that for a year.
1: <laughs> me, me, me 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 i'm the resident old person all right everyone have a back happy in
0: my day we used to win against florida state in the last seconds of the game
1: i'm taking that one to my <laughs> taking that one to my grave oh, everyone millennials
0: underrated scott sisson's kick scott sisson never missing shout you out went alive back then back in my day
1: <laughs> boo this is why you don't invite the historian on the podcast anyway for the third time Everyone have a happy and safe Thanksgiving, and we will see you next week on The Flats. Peace out.